Hey everybody, this is Vin. Thank you for joining us for another episode of Dakota 40. Before we start the show, we need to pay some bills. This episode is brought to you by Creamy.one. Creamy.one. Creamy is your premier source for adult toys and goods. They carry unique brands for empowered singles and couples interested in exploring their sexuality. So head over to Creamy.one. Creamy.one. That's C-R-E-A-M-I-E dot O-N-E. Don't forget to use code DECODEN40 for that 15% discount. Creamy.one. Now, let's start the show. Did you see those videos come out? Uh, this was a satanic event. Uh, it was a demonic uh what? Uh, uh, concert? Shit, it's Illuminati, son. He was there in the speech. Yo, Illuminati was, was like, in the speech. Everybody knows that that fucking rap, Jungle Bunny music, makes him wild. Right? He's up there, hippity hopping, and he starts talking that shit. You know? And they come out there, they start crushing people. He should have put him under control. It's just, it's, it's it puts him in a trance. <laughs> this is another episode of Decoding 40. Decoding 40. What's up? This is Mac, aka Mr. Raw, making all your fantasies come true. Zello, live from BK, but residing in Harlem. What's up? It's your boy Vin, aka Vinny Pugazi, master of impressions. Yo, what's up? This is Howard, and I'm talking directly into the mic. <laughs> Welcome to the stage, guys. <laughs> uh, Google, I, I just do heroin. That sounds gross. No, y'all just trying to play me out. Oh, I'm being a pirate. <laughs> What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another exciting episode of Decoding 40. My name is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, and I am here with my main man. What's up, everybody? This is your boy L.O.Dot, a.k.a. Nat Love. What's going on? It's your boy Vin, aka I don't give a fuck. That was beautiful. That was, that was excellent. This is Alaric. So, what is going on in your lives, fellas? I'm going last. Who wants to go? Vin, you're up. I don't really have anything to talk about. I think this is my third or fourth margarita. I don't really remember. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's always a good sign. Yeah, you know. Eh, three, four margaritas. Um, now nah, everything's cool, man. I just uh really trying to figure out this whole uh uh Shopify thing, right? You know, trying to get this business up and running. And I got the website done, I got the LLC done, I got all that shit done. I just gotta try to figure out, you know, how to stock this this store. And it's exciting, I guess. It's exciting and frustrating. You know, I reached out to one of my boys who does that shit all the time and was like, First of all, you got to, you know, take a breath. It's a lot more than what you think, but it's exciting. What are you selling? Um, I will be selling coffee and coffee related products. So coffee machines, coffee mugs, coffee grinders, coffee, of course, all types of coffee, beans, espresso mix, espresso or regular coffee ground. What do you call it? It's going to be called Terracitas Cafe after my mom. So um, I've actually... I don't know if I'll be able to use the painting I use for my Coquito labels because I sent it to the website designer. He said it was kind of uh, fuzzy. So I either have to take a better picture of it or just go with whatever they have. But um, yeah, it's, is it's, it a photograph? It's a photograph. Yeah, because it's a it's a photograph of a painting she did that I use for the actual labels for Coquito. So I have to probably get a professional picture done, Rick, to take care of that for me. Uh <laughs> <laughs> or get the, uh, label get the label redrawn i i could probably do that but i don't i don't i don't want to it's 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 originally done by my mother so i kind of want to keep that as close to the original painting as i can but even if i don't use it it's you know the name itself represents my mom you know growing up coffee is a big thing in a lot of latin households you know, my background is Cuban and Puerto Rico, so you don't get more coffee than that. I grew up just smelling coffee every morning, Cafe Bustelo or like Bilon, whatever the coffee my grandmother would have. 
and she'd make it. My grandmother, my grandfather would drink it before he would go out into the world and do what he was doing. My mother has always drank coffee. One of my fondest memories of my mom is probably about 10 years ago. I go to her house and I'm like, yo, mom, I need some fucking coffee. Like I, I ran out of coffee and she opens the door to like her pantry and pulls out a five pound bag of Starbucks beans and throws this shit on the table like she had just given me five pounds of cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> the shit hits the table like, boom. She's like, oh, I got coffee. What you need? I got, I got, I got African beans. I got Colombian beans. Whatever beans you need. So, it's it's definitely a part of the culture. Like you know, back to like my grandmother making it, and she used to like take this uh, Italian bread and bake it in the oven in the broiler and put butter on it. And sometimes she would take some of the uh, welfare cheese and throw it on top of there. And I used to hate going shopping with my grandmother because she pull out them. She she she, oh, she used to pull out the food stamps like they was real money and shit and count them shares, you know. But uh, anyway, she lick, she lick her fingers before she. Yeah, counts. exactly. I was gonna say she lick her fingers. You know, you gotta I mean? rip out the book first. Exactly, and then she would like, and then, and then she would look at them because yeah, exactly, rip them out the book. This is before EBT cards. And you know what? Whose picture was on the fucking food stamps in the first place? <laughs> I don't know. Was it Ronald Reagan? Very, un- <laughs> very unlucky I don't, figures. I don't in, know uh, whose history. picture was on the face, but they were, you know, food stamps. So, you know, the, the get the cheese or whatever, but coffee's always been a part of the life and my life. Was this tradition started by your great great grandfather, Juan Valdez? <laughs> <laughs> yes, actually, Juan uh, Valdez is actually Cuban and Puerto Rican, and he didn't have a uh, the, the whole idea of the Bora was brought in for like aesthetic effect. But he had a 57 Chevy and he drove it around the hood <laughs> drinking coffee and Budweiser, as a matter of fact. No, but um, Chevy, he said he called it Burro. He called it Chevy Burro because he was a tough car that never, never to break down. But uh, no, I, I decided to do the business and I'm also going to be selling T-shirts and hoodies with like funny little sayings on it. And I've commissioned my daughter to do some artwork for me and I'm um, waiting for her to do that now um, so, so I can put on some mugs and stuff. So I'm excited. It's a new thing for me. I have other businesses and ideas that I want to I'm thinking about trying to do. But this was the first one and it just felt right. And I'm just looking forward to uh, getting getting it all, you know, getting it started soon. You know what I mean? Hopefully in the next week or so I can have it up and running. I mean, the site is already built. I just got to stock it and make it my own. So that's basically it. Other than that, I have a show coming up on this Saturday, the 13th at Broadway Comedy Club at 10 o'clock. So I'm looking forward to that. And hopefully it goes well. No, not hopefully it will go well because I'm a funny motherfucker and uh, we're going to have fun doing it. You know, if you're in the neighborhood, come out Saturday at 10 o'clock. It's a late show. We should have some fun. And uh, I know I will. So uh, hopefully see you guys there. And uh, that's my check-in. So fun fact, on the $10 food coupon is Hamilton. On the $5 coupon is Jefferson. And on the $1 coupon is everybody who signed the Declaration of Independence. How about that? Oh, wow. All the slave owners. (laughs) Group photo. Freedom is slave a one dollar food coupon. I just want to say slave that. Mastercard. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Luckily, we gave you black paper food stamps <laughs> so you can eat. Buy all that chicken. Oh, you can eat. Actually, this week was pretty, pretty light. The highlights included a couple of friends of ours taking my wife and I out to dinner in post celebration of our fifteenth anniversary, and we went down to Brooklyn Chop House. The food was exquisite. I took part in some Mary's Little Lamb and devoured it. You wolf. Uh, Yes. And uh, also um, some great, uh, actually some Chinese fusion type rice was delicious as well. And they've got these appetizer plates that are phenomenal. Um, There's a, uh, uh, what is it? It's it's a dumpling with uh, French onion soup inside of it. Oh. So when you bite into it, it's actually the soup inside of it. And they tell you you have to eat it a certain way. My wife ate it perfectly because the dumpling bust all outside of her mouth. And I was like, <laughs> yes, we're going to replicate that Pause. later tonight. 
we did. It's called a skeet dumpling. We didn't because, like true old people, we got home, <laughs> showered, and went to bed. Um, yeah, really. Like I was just reading something that said, uh, if forty is the new thirty and fifty is the new forty, then nine p.m. is the new midnight because. <laughs> <laughs> Because I'm late. <laughs> right. I'm in the club like after my uh bedtime. So but yeah, other than that, it, it was cool. Um trying to think, oh, I enjoyed some good TV. Uh, but I will have to I have to take some exception with you, gentlemen. You had recommended me recommended that I watch Why the Last Man. This show has been canceled in the middle of the first season. <laughs> Oh but it wasn't God. canceled. It wasn't canceled because the show was bad. It was canceled for other reasons. For other because reasons. the show was okay. okay. I don't care why it was because it was really good. It was canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Did you get into it though? Fully justifying that. Oh, and then when I get to the tenth episode, I'm like, okay, so why is it not continuing? Because I'm but, binging right here. It's but the fact that he got the fact that he got to the tenth episode shows that it was a good show. Not yeah, yet. but all but of if that he told me it got canceled in the middle of the season, I probably wouldn't have watched it. <laughs> I know I didn't want to tell him it got canceled, but I did know it because <laughs> it was good. The show was Whoa, good. that's was fucked good. up, bro. You, I'm, no, I'm no, not. It's like wait, what, on, what's happening here? You put him on a, a fucking no. It's, but it's, it was pretty good. Yeah, it, was pretty good. It, was, <laughs> it was a plane to nowhere. Well, no, maybe if enough of us watch it, somebody will pick it up. That's how I'm looking at it. Yeah, you got to just send in a letter, petition. I'm not sending Netflix letter. to pick it up. It it was pretty good though. It it was a great <laughs> interpretation of how women would act if men were no longer on the planet. So uh, that's there you go. It's that's what I'm saying. It's worth it just for watching that. And and there's a a sister of color. I don't know her name, sorry, but um, who is one of the leads? And I thought she was. I thought she was really good. Yes, I think it's Ashley something. Ashley yeah. Johnson. I, I like her a lot. Smith. But yeah, that's my check-in. God bless you. Thank you for listening. This is Leon, and I'm done speaking. I want to tell you about a, a group of fucking Mooliants, right? They're called the Code of 40. I watch these guys on fucking YouTube. Great guys, right? I also listen to their podcast. But get this. These fucking guys are crazy. They left a fucking telephone number for you to leave a message with them, right? It's 608-618-44. It's 608-618-4040. I like to call them sometime and break their fucking balls and call them movies and stuff like that. You can do all that stuff. What's going to happen? They're going to come get you. Forget about it. 608-618-4040. Get your fucking life already. What's up with you, Rick? Ah, uh, man, I got nothing but complaints this week. And um, <laughs> nothing but Didn't complaints. Didn't I say the older we get, we're just going to grab Right. It, well, look, it was not. It was a pretty good week. My daughter celebrated her fifth birthday last week, and she was super excited. And she wanted to tell everybody that it was her birthday. And um, she had a wonderful time. Ate a lot of cake, a, a lot of ice cream. My kids don't eat a lot of sweets, so when they do, they're fucking bouncing off the walls and the ceilings. So, uh, and then they. <laughs> and then they just pass out. They were just they were just out like a light. But they still woke up at six thirty in the morning. I don't know what's wrong with them. I want more sugar, Poppy. Poppy, don't even put it in the pancakes. Just big lines. I want some more hair to throw, Poppy. Just put that shit in the syringe and spread it in my face. I'm ready to fuck something up. If you don't give me no sugar, I'm gonna eat the toothpaste. I need something sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, true story. I never forget this real quick. I saw this kid. I never forget. I was in Target one day. Little girl obviously was on a sugar search. I go on the aisle and I'm and I'm looking, you know, at the fucking mouthwash, dental floss. I look to my left. Little girl was eating the toothpaste out the tube. <laughs> Little white girl. I was like, I looked at her and she looked at me like, don't you fucking say nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this is my moment. <laughs> Ready to shake your ass and I'll Yo, she, she would have stabbed me with a sharpened toothbrush. <laughs> <laughs> <in her> toothpaste. <laughs> toothpaste. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Rick. 
No, my, my, my complaint this week is about inconsiderate drivers. I usually drive, if I'm, if I'm in town, I'm driving and I'm not working that, that day, I'll drive my kids to school. And there always seems to be traffic because there's that one idiot that you can't make the light. The cars have all stopped and you want to stick out in the intersection. And now you've blocked three lanes of traffic and traffic's tied up. But, you know, if it was just one idiot, I could just say, all right, that guy's a dumbass. But when you come to like four and five intersections and you see a different dumbass, yo, that shit pisses me off. It's like, this is why traffic is so bad. It's your fault. It's not anybody else's fault. Why the fuck are you doing this? So I want to start an Instagram page called A Fuckhead. Nice. And I'm going to take a photograph of everybody that I see in the intersection sticking out, blocking traffic. No, it'll be A Fuckhead NYC, because I think I'll probably do it in other cities too. <laughs> yeah. That's, but, that's Houston. A- say cheese, motherfucker. Yeah. Atlanta. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, there's going to be franchises all over the country. Yeah, this this thing really gets my goat. Like, I don't understand why people are so inconsiderate. And you're not going anywhere. All you had to do was stop stop at the, at the light. Like, the traffic's not going any faster. You still have to wait. So why wait and block traffic? I it, this, this shit just fucking burns me up. Like, there's nothing that makes me more upset than inconsiderate people. You know, the, I think what's worse is how if they're if that person in front of them has the room or they don't like move to the right or left and they clearly have the space and they go, nah, I'm not leaving this lane. No. <laughs> yeah. I'm blocking I'm just, the whole fucking intersection. I'm just blocking this up because yeah. I'm an asshole. Yeah. No, I, I can't stand that shit. Yeah. I hate people who double park during rush hour. Oh, triple park. Oh, yo, it is. It is maddening. There's but a, look, there's I live a, in Brooklyn where dudes will double park in front of a parking space. Yes. <laughs> I've seen right, it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I've seen yes. it. Yes. I'm like, inconsiderate. Yeah. Yeah. No, they do. They do shit like that. Or, or uh, you know, where I live, especially near Journal Square, there's like a little shopping district there. Double, triple park. It's just ridiculous. Like, you're, you're taking up the lanes. And like you said, there's clearly a parking space. So at least... You can, if you're only going to be there for a minute, just move into the spot so you don't block everybody from going. Right. And that shit makes the bus, it just, just, just makes the buses late, everybody late. But yeah, I, I, I yeah, start that page, sir. I, I, I'll, I'll be submitting plenty of pictures. Because yeah, that, that stoop, that idiot is backing up traffic for, for a mile, for a mile. He didn't even see that yet. Right. But he doesn't give a fuck because he, he needed to do that. I, and I don't understand why you needed to do that. If you stopped at the light, it's the same wait time. It's the same wait time. Look out yeah. for a hey, <laughs> fucking idiot. I thought it was fucking on Instagram. Hey, yeah, fuckhead. If I stopped hey, at the light, I wouldn't feel like I got ahead of you. So that's and it. he got ahead of he got ahead of no one except blocking the traffic on the other. Oh my god. Yo, you should just drive around with fucking pennies and just <laughs> pluck pennies at people. <laughs> Throw pennies at people for shit like that. Yeah, you better be It ready was to particularly fight, bad this morning. Like it I see it all the time, but it was particularly bad this morning. And I felt very close to Michael Douglas and falling down. <laughs> <laughs> if I had a shotgun in the trunk, at least one guy would be dead right now. Yo, Daddy, why are you going to the truck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, matter of fact, that reminds me of a movie that came out recently with Russell Crowe. Have you seen it? It's I think it's called Road Rage. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's, it's with the. It's, it's called Unhinged. 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 Yes. Okay, yeah. I haven't watched it. I'll put it in my watch list. Yeah, yeah. It's I saw that. it's scary, hilarious. Like I could see somebody going that far, but it's scary that someone would go that far. You could identify with it. This is America. Not personally, but this yeah. is America, right? Because I, I, I've given up my road rage. Oh, you must not drive very often. Listen. Seriously. I don't. My do, you, rage, do you have Uber rage? I did. Do you get Uber rage? No. When I'm in an Uber, I just completely, it's, that's on him. <laughs> <laughs> as my. long as he's driving safely, I don't care. Nah, I rage if you need to. I'm going to have my headphones on <laughs> back here. Right, exactly. Do what you got to do. 
I have the worst road rage. Like I, I've gotten to the point like I have to make enough money so I never drive again because <laughs> I lose my fucking mind in the car. Mm. Like to the point where my kids and my wife don't want to drive with me. My wife said this to do this. She said, you know, Ben, I, I want to go places with you. <laughs> but what I don't want to deal with is the screaming and the yelling at people. Like, hey, fuckhead, you're in the intersection. She doesn't want to deal with that. And then like, my both my kids are trained. Both my daughters are trained. Like she, my daughter would come home with this look on her face, and she go, "What's wrong? Yeah, daddy was you know bugging out in the car again and shit. You know he lost his mind. Like my oldest already knows. Like my yeah. oldest has seen me wild the fuck out in the car. She's probably heard words she shouldn't have heard at fucking four or five years I'm old. Sh- I'm sure. But hey. I, I'm, I'm sure I'm training my kids that uh, road rage is part of driving. Cursing is part of driving. Uh, <laughs> she's going to protest and you start calling people dickheads. Yo, yo, your oldest is going to be on a school trip and be like, Hey, fuck it. Get out the intersection. <laughs> yo, this is Vincent, a.k.a. Many Voices. Hey, what's up? This is Alaric, and I'm speaking directly into the mic. This is Mac, a.k.a. Mr. Rourke, making all your dreams come true. This is Hello. Thank you for listening to Decoding 40. Make sure that you follow us. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button. On Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Do we tweet? A little bit. We tweet. We tweet. All right. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. No Snapchat at all. And go to www.decoding40.com. Make sure you sign up so you can keep following us. Thank you for listening to Coding 40, <laughs> goddammit. No. So last week I got my award. It was very nice. I was the only black man in the building. Congratulations, uh, bro. Thank you. Thank you, son. I can say award-winning marketer, award-winning entrepreneur. That, that feels pretty good. So, so that that was nice. Um, my daughter took her first uh, guided steps. Wow! So I held her, and she she they were guided. She's not doing it on her own, right? But I'm holding her, and 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 she's loving standing. Now it's like, Daddy, where are you? Let's do this. <laughs> Twenty minutes nice. of standing. So she's like, and she laughs the whole time. She's like, I'm standing. I'm like, Yeah, no, let's work it out. So that's fun. But my big announcement is, I'm moving to jersey yeah wow by the time this airs i'll be a new jersey resident um wow that's why i kind of wanted to surprise the guys i have been packing for the last week all behind i thought i heard packing tape over there yes that's (laughs) you did you did actually you did after i did it i was like i wonder if anybody picked it up so yes i'll be moving to northern jersey um i don't want to say where for obvious reasons um but i'll be moving to um uh, Northern New Jersey. I'm not too, too far from Vin and I'm not too, too far from the GWB. Um, but um, yeah, I, I'm, so guys, I'm, I'm moving to Jersey. Congratulations. We, we, found, we found a place to live. So I never Congratulations. thought. Congratulations. Thank you. Queens guy never thought he would live in Jersey, but here we go. So. All right. So did you find it or your wife? <laughs> Funny story on it. Funny story on it. Because he's like, we're moving. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was kind of like that. It was kind of like that. <laughs> like, catch up. Catch up. It, it, yeah, it was kind of like that. But the funny thing is, is that the, like the first place we found, he was like, oh, it's a place. Let's We're moving in right now. And I was like, because we have been looking for a place for a long, long time. If you guys, anybody listens to the episode. But um, we, we found a place and I was like, mm, this ain't it. I was like, we need to look for something else. So we kept looking, looking, looking. And then, um, like, the next day, like, we looked at four or five places. And she was like, I just want to move. I just want to move. And, like, the next day, the place that we're in came up. And it was in the same development as the first apartment. It was just way bigger. And it just it just kind of met our needs a little bit better. Um, so after some some doing and some trials and some tribulations, we negotiated it, worked it out, contracted it. But we didn't want to say anything till it was a done deal. So... Moving company is scheduled. Everything, everything's that's packed. Um, nice. The only thing that's not packed is my equipment because I had to do the podcast tonight. So tonight, after the podcast, I'm boxing it all up, and that's it. And uh, you know, next next couple of days we'll be moving, and that's it, man. So I, I wanted to uh, surprise the guys, but yeah, I'm excited about it. I'm gonna invite everybody over, and uh, we'll we'll have a nice little drink. Is awesome. this so you're, a, you're like a in a community, or is it like how how's it? Yeah, it's a uh, it, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a it's a relatively new community, and it's nice. That's what I don't want. Congratulations, to say man! Thank you, man! Thank you. You're, yes, you over there in uh, Rappers Row. 
Rappers. <laughs> no. It's, it's, Nigga, it's, Mary J. Blige. Uh, <laughs> I just saw that bitch taking out the mail, right? Uh, Joe uh, Button. Uh, Joe Button, Jay Z, that nigga, uh, you know, he, we hang out. We, you know, it's, we uh, cut our lawns together. It's funny. I was like, oh, you know, we're gonna move to this white neighborhood. It's gonna be number white folks and whatever, whatever. You know, I was. Oh, that I, is I, definitely I, not rappers, rap. That's what I. That's what I thought when <laughs> I went to pick problem. up my keys. I saw one brother in a Range Rover, another brother in a five fifty. The guy two doors down was walking his dog with a hoodie on, with a with a like a like a. Like a you know oh, urban hoodie, and I was like, no, nah, it's, it's a mixed community. It's a mixed, okay. it's quite, oh, it's quite a few, but quite a few people of color. Quite a few nice. people of color. I am happy to hear that. Yes, as, <laughs> as, as over there was not feeling uh, because when I, listen, I live in Jersey, but I don't go to certain neighborhoods. <laughs> well, After that was six yeah. o'clock in the evening <laughs> because well, yeah. you get pulled the fuck over <laughs> for dumb shit over in those areas. They'll pull you yeah. over for having something dangling from your rearview mirror. So mm-hmm. you know that's funny though. I, I've been I talked to a friend of mine last week, and a lot of people we know have moved to Jersey. It's like the, uh, another form of the great migration out of the uh, out of the city. It, it's 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 you you can get a lot more for a lot less, and mm-hmm. you got space, and you don't got people hanging in front of your building, and. You can park your car. Because when I when I got there, I was like, ain't going to be no services or whatever. And I started looking around, you know, on like Uber and Yelp and, mm. and Google. It's quite a bit of services. How close is the uh, closest strip club? I, I have no idea. 2.5 miles. What's, <laughs> what's the <laughs> latest you can order a pizza <laughs> that's not Papa John's? Uh, that I have not looked into. I do not know. Okay, mm. That's important. That's important yeah. information. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Depending on where you are, if you're closer to like a Route 17 or something like that, there are a lot of good eateries on that area. And as far as strip clubs, um, <laughs> there, is, <laughs> there is a strip club that actually they they use to shoot uh, the Sopranos. It's oh, on the Bada Bing. The Bada, Bada Bing. Bing. Um, it's actually a bathing suit bar. It's not really a strip club. So Boo. Yeah. Boo. Because uh, I actually I went there because I, was, oh, there. I, I, I went there before because I was like I want to see where they shot the Sopranos at and you know I was doing research. yeah yeah that's, that's why you went that's why you went there I was doing research yeah yeah as a writer and actor yes I was doing research and once I found out I was a bathing suit bar I was like this is whack did you go in research no I went in I went in before it's 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 not a it's not it's a it it's how much did you spend Oh, I didn't spend that much money because there was no titties. They were, on, they were all covered. I want to see Tata's at least. Where's the titties? But the thing is, Jersey Jersey strip bars, strip clubs are not the same as New York. It's just a lot of restrictions. You like right. in, New York is not shit either. New York not is anymore. Awful. You just got to know where to go. I mean, the I, the last strip club I went to in New York was uh, Sin City. Is that, that was a long we time in Long Island? I think I think I think no, we went there the no, same it's in day. The Bronx. It's in the Bronx. We went there the same day. It was somebody's birthday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think it was Pasties, wasn't it? No, no. Sin City had top. It was topless. Yeah. It was it was topless, but they had to keep their bottoms on. I think. I thought it was I thought it was Pasties. I remember the, something being very restrictive. What's the one that we went to in Long Island City? Um, one when Rick just bounced. <laughs> 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 no, it wasn't. Yo, Rick, you lost the drink. I'm leaving. <laughs> the one that you backed out slow. You know how you do it. When when, Vin get, when uh, Rick is drunk enough, he back out slow, like like a western. Hold up, Rick. Rick pulled one of my moves. I've had too much to drink, and I don't want to fuck with y'all anymore. Before I die, well, he did it boy. flawlessly. I had no I idea. Come. He was sitting I, next to me until he wasn't. <laughs> I threw one of those ninja smoke bombs. He fucking Kaiser Soze the fuck out of there and shit. He just walked out the spot. <laughs> Yo, I think that was the first night we got like tore down. At least I got tore mm. down with y'all. And uh Yeah. And I was like, yo, there's no way he left. That's crazy. Yep. Yeah. Who was that other place we went to? We had a great time. There was two spots that we went to in Long Island City. One was like a long spot where they shot the Jennifer um what's her name? Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez movie. Okay. And then the other one was like the other one that had like the second level and the I don't the I, one we were smoking hookah. I don't I don't uh, I don't remember that. 
I don't remember. I don't remember. There's that. a lot of liquor, man. We don't remember that shit. <laughs> yeah. I had fun. But uh, congratulations on the house, man. And thank you. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Move a big responsibility. You're blessed. You can pay the mortgage, and that's all you got to do is pay the fucking mortgage or the whatever it is. And you know, now you're in a in a place that you know whether you stay there long term or not. I don't know the area, but based on Northern Jersey, you definitely have good school districts. You have access to a lot of things. Getting y'all back know my wife, y'all know it's nice over there. Like y'all know she may she not about that hood life. It's nice. I ain't gonna front. <laughs> George, George, we're living in Jersey now, George. There's no niggas around here, George. No help centers. George, they, are, they don't even have a restaurant with ribs, George. George, where can we get barbecue at, George? <laughs> they don't George. do that. On, they don't do that on TV anymore. Mm-hmm. Is, there's no end credit music. <laughs> Not like are you in my ring no doorbell, TV. Willis? George, there are no titty bars around here, George. <laughs> and I got big titties. <laughs> I need to supplement my income, George. <laughs> George, I'm stripping in the evenings, George. Dry cleaning ain't what it used to be, Weezy. Weezy making a little extra at the help center. <laughs> <laughs> That's the name of the strip club, the help center. Cody <laughs> 40, Cody 40 should open a, a strip club called the help center. <laughs> Shaking my ass, George. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Hey, uh, welcome to the help center. Two drink minimum. <laughs> oh my oh, god. George, you want a lap dance, baby? <laughs> Cuffing season has officially started. And where else can you get your cuffs and all things in your sexual survival kit but creamy.one? Creamy.one. Creamy is your premier source for adult toys and goods. They carry unique brands for empowered singles and couples interested in exploring their sexuality. So head over to creamy.one. That's C-R-E-A-M-I-E dot O-N-E. Don't forget to use code DECODEN40 for that 15% discount. Creamy.one. Let's get back to the show. So I we were talking about this off air. What are some of your favorite uh, old school restaurants that we used to go to? Sizzler. Sizzler. You see Sizzler in Brooklyn on DeKalb Avenue and Fulton Street. Uh, no, Flatbush Extension. Just walking by that restaurant, the smell that would emanate was amazing. Was it the steak or was it the fries? It was the, it was a steak, but the steak <laughs> never matched the flavor that was in the nose. Hold up. The shit coming through the motherfucking smokestack was the Matrix, my G. It wasn't even a real state. It was like a Yo. fucking burning corpse. In the- that's in how the you smokestack. know we were in the Matrix. That's like that's like when you walk past Burger King. Mm. If you're a meat eater. It smells. Say, if you're a Burger King eater. It, it smells delicious, but then you eat it. It don't taste the same as it mm-hmm. smells. It doesn't even smell delicious, bro. I'm yeah, sorry. For me, it does because I'm a meat eater. Just because you <laughs> no, I'm a meat eater too. Fish, I no. like the way Burger King smells or used to smell. <laughs> Fuck you! <laughs> you was all up in the king's yeah, ass. Was, you was, yeah, that's that's what you like to smell. <laughs> like, but <laughs> Sizzler just became Golden Corral. This became Golden Corral. Did Golden Corral buy Sizzler? I don't know. It's the same. Oh, you're either. just saying. You're just saying culturally. Yeah, um, yeah you're right because. Uh, I think back on the steaks when they had like first of all they had steak night at a buffet. What the fuck? I'm trying to tell you. (laughs) You thought steak? It was just you know that was rat. Those were no. Those were it was a cows that died of old age. Yes, they just they just fucking killed over into the meat chopper. That was was shaitan steak. The thing I remember about Sizzler is like. So that was like the restaurant you go to at everybody's graduation or or christening or confirmation or any sort of family celebration. And you order a steak well done Mm. with some A1 sauce. And the shit tastes like a doorstop, a hot doorstop with A1 sauce on it. That shit was hot rope. (laughs) It was was hot. You had to cut that shit with intention. Mm. Oh yeah, that steak knife was serious. Yes, 
You needed yeah. that steak that knife. That snake, that steak knife can cut through steel. It was a fucking one of those Japanese steak knives. Hell yeah. The Ginsu. It was and a fucking Ginsu. Fight, fight your way through uh uh Bed Stuy. My other favorite was uh was Red Lobster. And I can't front, like Red Lobster, unlimited shrimp and biscuits, you got my heart. It wouldn't take too much arm twisting to get me to go to Red Lobster right now. Really? I would try to laugh it off and make it like as ironic <laughs> and short. Like, ha this is just a joke, but I'm going to really love them biscuits. Can I have an extra serving of the biscuits, please? Thank you. <laughs> Wait, was I, there a listen, Red Lobster like in Red uh, Valley Streams? Yeah. There was okay. one at, it was. Green Acres yes. Mall. Yes. yes. That's there the was a Red Lobster there. Yeah. That was yeah. high class. You were yes. going to Lhasa tonight. Yeah. Okay. I re- yes. Got- I remember my aunts used to take me there. And I, I'd walk in, like, walk, just staring at everything, like, <laughs> like you work, Like you walked into Smith and Lewinsky. Right. Like, ooh, they got money. <laughs> <laughs> you had to wear slacks. Yeah. <laughs> they got the money. You know, you know what? It's funny how we talk about Red Lobster. And I worked there. I worked I worked at Red Lobster in Durham, North Carolina when I was in school. And it's kind of like having the fucking the uh when the Wiz when the Wizard of Oz pulls back the curtain and you see the goings on <laughs> yes. of what really goes on in the listen, I never forget this, and this is one of the reasons why I still don't eat shrimp at Red Lobster. I was working Red Lobster and I had to I I, I did all the jobs there. I was a dishwasher. I made the biscuits. They have a machine in the back where you actually split the shrimp open. It's like a, a, a revolving razor type machine that you split the shrimp open. And I was preparing the shrimp and I was putting it in like this. It's like a cooler or whatever for it. So you can like, it just sits there until it has to be fried. Well, I'm pulling one out and the shit fell on the floor. So I naturally, because the back, the 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 ga- the the galley way or the alleyway of the kitchen is filthy. It's just shit everywhere. I start picking up the shrimp to throw in the garbage, and one of the the cooks looked at me and said, "Boy, what the fuck you doing?" I was like, "I'm throwing the shrimp away. I, it fucking fell on the floor." He's like, "Man, you better put them shrimp back on that tray." <laughs> he said, "Cause the hot grease gonna kill it anyway, man." What you so someone that night had a fresh shrimp with probably a rodent hair in it. Oh. The shrimps were just fried. Was it five seconds? No five-second rule? Nigga, five seconds. Like 35 seconds. See, this is why I'm I'm, I'm slowly getting away from eating out. It's just like, even even when we were at Brooklyn Chop House, the thought occurred to me that there could be some crazy shit. Brooklyn Chop House? Chop house. Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you the, ate at the Brooklyn trap house. No. <laughs> <laughs> the thought occurred to me that some wild shit could be going on in the kitchen. And I was like, all right, we just got to dismiss this from my mind in order to enjoy this food. This but yeah, anytime shrimp. you go out, there's some wild shit. Yeah, house. man. I, so but now, now, I, now it's at the top of mind. Before I could just, uh, I mean, I would eat at Waffle House every week. And true, the food was cooked in the open. But still, mm. you don't know what was happening, but in the now, so and I don't trust none of those ex felons. Those are all ex cons. They true. just got out. Vin, yeah. Vin and I used to work at a restaurant in in a JFK. Oh God! <laughs> and <laughs> one of the things you could buy was like these pre made uh, Pizza Hut yes. personal pan pizzas. Yes, and Andy. I don't know if this is his real name. I think that it's was, not his was, real name. Andy was Andy was the You doubt it? I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. Yeah, he anyway, was Danny's dude. <laughs> Danny's dude. And he wore the he wore the same socks mm. for like a year working in this place. And anyone who got sassy with us online got the Andy sock pizza. You which means it. we rested his sock on your pizza. And it was in a special place in the fridge, just in case you got sassy. Oh, you want extra cheese? I got you. Wow. You got the Andy Sock. Pizza. <laughs> you got the Andy Sock pizza. So do not fuck with your servers. Be nice. Yes. Be respectful. That's why they I have well. some shit for your ass. I guarantee you, they got some shit for your ass. That reminded me of um, I used to work in a, a pizza shop in Nashville. And there was a Middle Eastern dude. He had a ridiculously hairy arm. 
<laughs> and he would, he would stir the the marinara sauce with his arm. What? <laughs> yo, what? when we saw that, his we arm stopped, is in yo, the sauce. Yeah, he's in the sauce. A year, literally stirring the sauce with his arm. Look, my friend. Yeah, right. The hot sauce does not hurt my arm. Yeah, when we saw that, we stopped eating. We started eating the white cheese pizza. Because it was like there was no way we eat pizza with marinara sauce. He's stirring his arm with an, with with oven mitt with an oven mitt full of hair. <laughs> right. Oh my! It so gives man. it the flavor. That Yo. nigga was an X Men. He was Yo. an X Men stirring his sauce. Exactly. I, you got it. You got a Logan pizza. You got the Logan pizza. I, I uh, never. Once I saw him do that, I never had a, a, oh, a, a marinara uh, sauce pizza from that place. Mm-mm. Oh man. His hair, his dead skin cells, all his his scabs from his elbow from the last time. I remember we should be like, why are you not using the spoon? He's like, it's better to stir it with your arm, my friend. It's it seems like uh I have a I have a new place for Chipotle. They make everything right in front of you. Scabies pizza. His girlfriend's pussy juices on his fingernails. fingernails. All of that. All of that. The fucking blunt guts under his fingertips. <laughs> All of that. The sweat that was under his watch. He took uh, it off. What All time is it? It's <laughs> soap time. Oh, God. Eat that. Eat that. Eat that. Uh, oh, shit. He didn't oh, have psoriasis, did he? Because that uh, would have been. Oh, like, of course he did. Just oh, my God. Scales of old psoriasis, yeah. eczema, oh, God. chicken pox. Jesus Christ. And 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 he had uh what's what's uh this nigga had COVID before COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Would you like a slice of COVID pizza? Uh, let's get and, out of here. And, and he had shingles. And he had mm. shingles. And shingles. Mm. Oh, to boot. Delicious. That's 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 where the spice came from. That's where the spice came from. You are now listening to Decoding 40. The infamous Kanyezy comes to Drink Champs this week and breaks the internet. And I don't think any of us have watched all of the interview, but I think we plan to. We're going to watch. We've watched a lot of it. We've watched clips of it. No, I've actually um, watched the whole thing. You watched the whole thing? Okay, yeah, good. I was so up, yeah, I listened to the podcast. So I've heard the whole thing. Yeah, I was up okay, at 5 okay. o'clock. And I was like, I might as well do this now. I, I, I do want to do that, though. I'm going to do that uh, during, during the move this week. So what did you guys think about Yeezy stepping out on this podcast? Really? doing yeast i thought he sounded less crazy than usual i thought they they may have found the 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 right balance and i'm not i'm not joking like i think they found the right balance of meds because you can tell that the guy is a creative genius but there's too much going on in his head at the same time Mm. and it's all trying to come out Mm -hmm. it's like fighting to get out the door it's like it's too it's too soon i was gonna make And, and, and one thought is pulling the other thought back they're all no. I'm like they're all trying to get out the door at the same time, and each thought is like oh, pulling yeah, 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 out yeah, the yeah, thought yeah. like no, it's my turn. I, I was gonna make a Travis Scott rush the stage joke, but I oh. think it's a little too soon. <laughs> oh, too yeah. soon. Ah oh, man, it's never too soon. What's no, too soon? This guy, stop it. Yeah, wait, wait till alive in two days, and it's fine. yeah, um, two days it'll be okay. Two days. Um, but yeah, I you know what he uh, fuck him for supporting Trump. Mm-hmm. Not really into that. I'm, I, I will not forget that. But I thought he made himself a little bit more clear about what his intentions were. And um, but he also was contradicting himself. But it was an amazing interview. It was an amazing listen. Like yes, it was. I felt like I got to know him better. And it's with a question mark only because I know he's he he's definitely dealing with some mental health issues. Mm-hmm. I've been describing this as an entertaining interview. I've, I felt like he did give some really good insight into his interpersonal relationships as far as the industry was concerned. Um, I agree. I it, It's hard to forget the MAGA hat. It's hard to forget his statements about Black people and slavery. And at times, it 
he seemed lucid and other times it was like, okay, he's he's on his J shit. And then at times it was like between him and Nori trying to follow uh, a complete thought was <laughs> like, oh shit. Like just, you almost have to just unhitch your brain and just let it flow. Right. Um, but I did like that Nori allowed Kanye to talk more without being interrupted. Mm-hmm. Um, because they would distract him. This is what I thought was interesting. They would distract him with some sort of non sequitur thought. And it would take him a second to think about where he was and what the train of thought that he was on. Mm-hmm. And he would get back to that train of thought. I mean, he would take a few stops mm-hmm. to get back to it. But I thought that was pretty impressive. And I think the shots that he took at individual people were hilarious. I'm sure they didn't think it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> some of them were brutal. Yeah. Said, Did you listen to the verse? <laughs> <laughs> and Nori was like, nah. <laughs> and he was like, oh, 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 I get it. I get it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, I thought it was an entertaining uh, interview. I like the things that he said about Dame Dash. I like the things that he said about um, Jay. The one the thing that sticks out to me was like when he said, when Ye's on being Ye and Jay's being Jay, uh, ain't shit to say. And I, I think that's sort of where most people should be in when when you carry a brotherhood with somebody. Not always going to see eye to eye, mm-hmm. and you are definitely going to have some uh, uh, some fights, and some of them are going to be brutal. But at the end of the day, if it's a true friendship, then you all have to brush that shit off and then figure out how do you move forward and just keep it moving. Um, so that I, I thought that type of insight was really um, powerful and, and interesting. I, th- I think he said when Ye is on his Ye shit and Jay is on his Jay shit, then they yes. don't say shit. Yes, yes, yes. that's exactly what something yes. like that. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I didn't I didn't listen or see the whole interview. I saw the tidbits. Um, I saw him uh, when he was talking about Big Sean. He was talking about his beef with um, John Legend. And they got he was talking about the politics. And again, you know, Trump, Trump bullshit aside, I can understand where he was coming from in regards to when he was talking about Charlemagne and the whole Biden thing. Again, he was talking from his his perspective. And I'm not mad because I I think what he was trying to say is that we have this we have this thing where we kind of automatically back this particular party just because no we don't no I, I no what i'm saying is he was talking about john legend he was talking about uh all these other characters like mm-hmm. they went and jumped on the 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 biden bandwagon right and he's and his thing was he has an issue with that like why do why is it like automatically we're going to follow biden and he talked about biden being very comfortable making that statement of if if you don't vote for me then you're not black right you know what I mean? So again, the fact that he he backed Trump or he was riding the Trump train for whatever reason, I don't agree with that. But I can agree and understand where he's coming from. Like, even though Trump's an asshole, do we still go hope you know go hard in the paint for Biden and not even call him on his bullshit? So I mean, you know, and then again, Kanye is love or hate him, he's a genius when it comes to fucking putting himself out there and getting everybody to watch and listen to him. I absolutely agree. He had a point about aligning yourself with a party strictly based on, on, on race and they're counting on the black vote mm-hmm. and using the black vote as a block. Right. And we've been saving the democratic party. And this is what I said before the last election, like we do have to be smarter about how we use our political clout because smaller groups in this country can be more influential than we are. And that shouldn't be. Not that we all have to think the same, but we all we all need some basics in this country. Every black person needs basics in the country. You, you need to be safe. You need your children to be safe um, from the state as well as the institutional racism. You need that. But Democrats aren't really providing that. And Republicans aren't really providing an alternative. 
but we got to we got to find someone who is willing to work on our behalf. And it can't be you just align yourself with a Democrat just because, well, in modern history, we've historically been backing Democrats. We can't that can't just be we just fall in line. But what's the we're, we're looking at we're, we're about to talk about the infrastructure bill. And this is this is another example of us not getting what we need and being sacrificed for others agendas. I think other I people's think my, agendas. I think my, I think my thing is, is that we vote Democratic by default because it's not a better option. And if it's between getting smacked or getting shot, I'll take getting smacked. We, we, we haven't, haven't stopped voting. We haven't demanded a better option. A, that, exactly. That's my point. That was, ex- that was about to be my option. point. If, if the Democrats actually thought that they would lose our vote, they would go into I, action. I think they thought that on this last one. No, I really, mm, I don't know. No, this is the point that I made it a couple of weeks ago, and I, I couldn't remember. This is about this Kanye. I just went, right. We but, but Nina Turner talked about this and so did Killer Mike that uh, Clyburn put his full thrust support behind Biden, but did not require anything in return. That's just foolishness. That's not not politics. That's not politics. But but, but that's no, what would have been foolish is to do nothing and let Trump get back in. No, what would have been smart is to demand that Biden put certain things on the agenda and make sure and hold his feet to the fire. At the end of the day, our struggle remains whether it's Biden or Trump, until we get what we need. But you know, so why do I give a like fuck? That. So why do we give a fuck about your problems? Everybody feels that way. Everybody feels like they're coming up short, though. No, White middle America feels like but they're who's coming, coming up, short. up. Who's coming up shortest? <laughs> right. They do, and who's consistently coming up shortest? Right, and who's actually coming up short? Because they're still getting theirs. White supremacy still exists in this country. Why you like still exists in this country? But back to Kanye. Back to Kanye, exactly. I was going to say, um, what y'all think about Kanye uh, shitting on uh, Talib? You guys probably didn't see that part. I didn't see that. I didn't part. See that? I saw him shit on Big Sean. Well, yeah, um, but he really shitted on Talib Kweli because um, you guys, yeah, you got to watch the whole thing because it, it, when you when you see the snippets, it's it's taken completely out of context. You got to see how he rolls into this conversation. Mm. How well, he rolls Talib? into the conversation. Well, because um, we're close. But uh, But, you know the game that um, Nori plays is, uh, what is it, Quick Time with Slime, where he says two options and you have to pick one of them or if you say both, you have to take a shot. So the option that came up was Common or Talib Kweli as better rappers. So he said clearly he's going with Common because Talib Kweli can't rhyme or he hates the way he rhymes, something like that. It it, it was egregious, whatever he said. (laughs) Come on. What? Come on, can't be serious. He said he never. He never. He said he never liked the way he runs. Yeah. So, and that was partially due because Talib was out here. I mean, we all felt the same way. So I don't even know why he kind of pointed him out, other than that was probably his man at once. Talib um, probably wrote for the motherfucker. <laughs> listen, I, listen, listen. If I, any I, he of took us, it personally because Talib was his friend, mm-hmm. and or purported he felt to like be his he, friend. He, he, you know acted as if he was friend or he thought he was his friend. So right. him and most deaf was cool. Did he shit if, on most deaf? Right. No, it, no, he didn't. And it, and he even said that black um on both sides. What was it? I think he said a black, black starship. I can't remember. Black on both sides was, 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 uh, yeah. was, but most, but was most, most didn't album. really get into it. No, no not no, the no, way Talib did. No. And, and they had I, conversation. Apparently they had conversations between mm-hmm. them and he uh, apparently scolded him about his association with Trump. Good Dakota 40 family. This is Vin. Here to let you know that you can now catch Dakota 40 after dark on a new day and time. Thursdays, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So pour yourself a nice glass of something, something to unwind, and come kicking with the crew this and every Thursday night at 10 p.m. on the East Coast, 7 p.m. on the West for Dakota 40 after dark. So if any of us ran as a Republican, would the mm-hmm. rest of you support that brother? You run as a Republican just in Democrat clothes and we still fuck with you. What are you talking about? I don't run as a Republican. Get the fuck If <laughs> If Colin Powell, if Colin Powell uh, re- got rest in peace, had he run against Jim uh, uh, Carrie, I would have voted for Colin Powell. 
Because I wow. trusted I trusted Colin Powell more than I trusted Kerry. Absolutely. It, it doesn't matter the, the 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 party association because when you're talking about people who you think are principled, whether they whether they dis, whether you disagree with them on policy, do you think John McCain is the same as Trump? No, not just they not they don't occupy the same space just because they're Republicans. I know that I feel like that's a principled person. And that's the person I would vote for. I'm not going to vote for, I'm not going to vote for Lady G. I'm not going to vote for uh, Marco Rubio. I'm not going to vote for uh, Ted Cruz. They're not principled people. They're not people who I think have a real solid foundation. I think, I think what happens, I think what happens is that we get so caught up in party over actual platform. Because mm-hmm. a Republican can run and on a particular platform, we have just uh, we have just been so indoctrinated into this political matrix that we we know the Republicans to be, you know, a list of three or four things. Religious, anti this, anti that. But if a Republican came out and said, you know what, fuck all of that, what we what you used to think about us. This is what I'm running on. I'm running on better education. Medicaid and all that stuff. A Republican came out and said, because again, again, they they we've associated their party with their with their platforms. But anyone could come out on a given platform and say, you know what, fuck, I'm gonna break the mold this time. I'm not gonna do what we normally talk about. I'm gonna run on this because as but, a Republican, I believe this, that, and the other. But Joe Manchin does that every day. Every day. He comes out. Joe Manchin's a Democrat. He's a moderate in, Democrat. In name only. He's a Democrat in name only. Joe Manchin does does what? He acts like a Republican, but claims Democrat. He does the exact reverse. And we said he was a Republican who had Democratic values. He's a Democrat with Republican values. I don't care what I don't care what party you claim. My, what I care about yeah, he's is he's a scumbag, whether he's Democrat or Republican. Yeah. Do you su- do you support the, the agenda that I need or not? That's what I care about. Joe Manchin. And that's, that's what I want to see. Joe Manchin has been bought by corporate interests like the Republicans and Democrats. Because it's it. Well, we'll get to it. He's also he's also we get to the infrastructure bill. He's also in West Virginia. Okay, so so really quickly, Kanye gave Beanie Siegel five percent of his company Yeezy and fifty million dollars, which is we're estimating equivalent to one hundred thirty five million dollars as Yeezy's estimated worth is one point seven billion, just because he came up with the name Yeezy. I thought he was estimated at nine billion now. I thought that nine was the billion? valuation. Kanye's billion. net worth is said to be nine billion. Hey, okay, so, Yeezy okay. is one point seven billion. Right. Wait, brand. Wait. Kanye's worth nine billion? Yeah. Did you, yeah, you didn't watch I the know. interview. Yeah. I, okay, yeah. I believe that when I, when Forbes verifies it. Forbes has already verified it. He actually tells he's worth nine billion. I'll believe it when white people tell me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not good. No, I'm just not. Yeah, gonna he, and he talks about Kanye it. says it. When white people uh, tell me, I'll believe it. It's not that Kanye's been hanging out with Trump. Trump's been lying about his net worth his whole life. Yes. So, so Kanye can be lying about his net worth too. Sorry. Okay. Well, his his brand that he created, one of the brands that he created, is worth 1.7 billion. So, let's extrapolate wow. from there. Um, I that actually, I told, I was texting a friend earlier that that news of him. Uh, agreeing to pay Beanie for um, giving him the the name actually warmed my cold heart. You you don't hear about people being that honorable, and I don't know if Beanie could have gotten more had he gone to court and claimed that he had he was the originator of he that uh, the brand. Um, he would not have, and to give him five percent stock in in the in the company in the brand is. That's beautiful, man. That is beautiful. If Beanie's smart, he'll never have to worry about money again. Well, I mean, he's not smart, still, but uh, well, hopefully he won't have. He to will have to be on some serious Brewster's million shit to get <laughs> get rid of all of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's buying, uh, he's shit buying icebergs. Well, yeah, <laughs> baseball team. He's buying. Uh, I want to buy this iceberg. <laughs> I want to buy this iceberg and send it to uh, Somalia. <laughs> Like <laughs> that's actually one of the things that Bruce is, Brewster does in the yes. movie. He buys an iceberg. I'm I'm hoping um, South Philly sees a lot of that money. Um, yeah. In, in terms it, of uh, look out for State Property Three. 
Yeah. <laughs> but in terms in full, of in full HD, full and HD. things that the community needs, that would be awesome. Oh man! Not that he has to pay for it, but if he can be sort of the drop in the bucket that starts to to make that um, happen, would be amazing. You, you know, as, that, as I said in the chat, I think that arrangement just shows what a stand-up guy Kanye is, and how out of his motherfucking mind he actually is. <laughs> you you know, I, <laughs> it's a big stake in your business, a big big stake. But you know what it is too is that just when you want to write this motherfucker off, he does an a, a, an act of kindness that is like out of this world. Like yeah. we don't like he's Kanye's just one of those dudes that you you want to write his ass off, and he does some shit like this. Is he go? Is a guy really a scumbag? Because he just gave somebody fifty fucking million dollars. It, it's and funny five percent of the stock. It's funny. He said something that um, struck me, and it's something I've, I've been thinking about for a while now, is that when we call people crazy and when we uh, use dismissive language, it really cuts down on the opportunity to have real, robust conversations. Mm-hmm. And I, I find myself, you know, I have a knee-jerk reaction to something, and then I have to kind of dial it back and say, all right, I'm as much as an asshole as, as the next person. And in any given situation, I might be misinterpreted or I might be misinterpreting what's happening around me or the facts or whatever information is available, which might then allow someone to misinterpret what my intentions are. So we all kind of fall within the spectrum of doubt and and acceptance. So obviously, I have big problems with what he said and what he's done in terms of his support for Trump. But I think he's shown himself to be honorable in the sense that he is true to this culture Mm. and he is true to trying to push the envelope and trying to get ownership in the hands of black people and i thought he was very honest when he talked about virgil um getting his uh promotions and his positions uh in the fashion industry and he felt like that should have been him and he was jealous and yeah and he was jealous but the fact is him, John C., Virgil, John Monopoly, all of them came from Chicago and have put such an imprint on the culture globally that it's it's difficult to walk away from that outside of just your human natural behavior of wanting to feel jealous of a certain situation, but not come away. You have to come away with that and think, damn, look what we did. We literally are moving the conversation in so many realms. And um, I, I think it's commendable what, what they've all done, and especially what he's done. So um, we, I think, it's, I mean, I I mean, think we should call him on the like carpet it. when he's talking shit. But when, when, he's, when he's in his right mind, I think we need to recognize that as well. I mean, this, this is, shit is still ugly as fuck, but okay. What's but, ugly? But this is, his, those fucking shoes and everything else. <laughs> I mean, the Yeezys are okay, but those, those new little uh, the mm. plastic... Uh, alien uh slippers mm. i don't know what's happening with that i don't know listen if if, Matrix uh, if them flip-flops here. if them flip-flops can can make money so could yeezy what are them flip-flops i was talking about a couple of weeks ago them cheap, them cheap joints the crocs the crocs they're not if the crocs cheap. can if the crocs can win why can't the yeezy slippers but yeah they know, should. My, but this is this is this is the last thing I'll say on us, and this is what we said. This is what I said a couple months ago. People need to be redeemable. Like not everybody. When we, I think we cancel people too fast. I think we cancel them too far. And I think everybody, for the most part, for the most part, I think people should have a way back. There's, there people. There needs to be a, a path to redemption. People need to be able to redeem themselves. And if not, then then we just cancel everybody, and you know, an eye for an eye leaves the whole world blind. Okay, Martin Luther King. If Kanye was still on the same shit that he was on a few months ago, this would have been a different conversation altogether. Right. I wouldn't be understanding. I wouldn't be writing because that would have been somebody who was absolutely the opposite of my goals and intentions for my people. Because what he was talking about with Trump was some other shit. He's backed off of that. He's not. He's not on that. If he he's was on that, it would have been a completely different conversation. He's not under the spell of the Kardashian pussy anymore. That that he he. he no, he's still that under spell. that spell. He's still under that spell. 
He broke the yeah, spell. He of the pussy. He, he's he's still he's still in love with his wife. He said he spoke about that. That's why you got to watch. Which the is whole. also interesting because I watched the um the SNL monologue that she did, and when she talks about him being divorced from him, that mm-hmm. rang in my ear mm-hmm. especially hard. Pause. But <laughs> I, I I was like, why is she saying that? He did address that. They're not yeah. they're not divorced. Yeah, exactly. She says, see you next Tuesday. And she's still hanging out with him. So it's like, yeah, yeah. Why why put this language into the atmosphere? And I'm going to say this like, where is she going? Where is she going? It's not that she can't get another man. Is she going to get another two billion dollar dude or six Does billion she dollar need dude? A two billion dollar dude? Like no, she's, no, 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 no. she's she can't, she's fucking a hundred money. She can't date a hundred million dollar dude. She got four or five hundred. She's got plenty of money. She's got plenty of money. She can date the pool boy. She's got plenty of money. My fucking sister's worth over a billion. She can't date the pool boy. Stop that. We're we're not spiraling here. All right, let's go. All right, guys. Anything else for the people? Uh, Next time, you guys, I talk to you guys. I'll be uh, in New Jersey there. Okay. We appreciate you listening to the show. Thank you so much. Any last words, fellas? Uh, no shit for what my you slice. Eat. Yeah, exactly. Be careful what you eat <laughs> and where you eat. Eat at home for a while. Stay a out way. of the intersection, or you might be next. <laughs> yes, that's fucker. it. That's <laughs> it. We thank you guys for listening. New episode every Friday. Catch the live on Thursday and tell us what you think about the show. It's 608 618 We're listening for your messages and we'll play them on the show. That's it, guys. Talk to you soon. We love you. Thank you for listening. Peace. 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 Decoding 40.